Pastor Neely and Sister Neely. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Glad to hear everybody. Happy New Year's to everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
Good morning. Good morning. While we're waiting on a few more minutes, uh, will you go in and mute your phone? Thank you. say good morning to each one of you. We want to first of all say Happy New Year's. We want to thank God for allowing us to come for a whole year, 365 days, and uh, bring us once again to a new year 
of the year 2021. And I don't know about you, but I celebrated uh, the bringing of New Year's in because of all the things we have went through this year past uh, with the pandemic and uh, all of the events that have occurred during uh, 20, year 2020. Uh, when the year 2021 came in and I was able to stand up and give God praise, I, I thanked him for allowing me to come into another year. And I pray that you thank God for the same thing, uh, because none of us can uh, claim the victory by ourselves. The victory is given to the Lord. Uh, it's because of him we have our health and our being. So we want to thank him for that. We want to thank him for allowing us to be uh, together for another year. And as we prepare our hearts and our minds to go through this season, uh, this, this new year, we want to ask you to continue to pray uh, for this pandemic. Continue to pray for the uh, virus and, and, and that God will uh, relieve this virus from the nation. But remember, God says, if my people who are called by my name uh, would humble themselves, pray and seek his face, turn from their wicked ways, uh, and, and he said, then will I forgive, uh, forgive them and uh, I will heal their land. So we want to tell you to pray that prayer that God will heal our land, that God will move uh, on, on, on all of us and that we will be able to be back together in fellowship uh, in the midst of the church building. Uh, it's nothing like fellowshipping like we're doing now, but it's greater fellowship when we can come together. And, and, and I pray that when we come together that we will have a greater love for each other, uh, a greater care and concern about each other when we come back together uh, and pray that we will come back together in the year 2021. So I thank God for that, and I thank you all uh, for just allowing us to be uh, by way of uh, uh, radio, I mean, not radio, but by way of phone, uh, podcast, and also by um, live uh, Facebook. Uh, we are talking to you in each one of your homes. So if you, if you, if you can, just uh, clear your minds and your hearts at this time and let us allow God to move on each one of our hearts. Let us now open up in prayer. Our Father and our God, we come again calling upon you and thanking you for your son Jesus, who died at Calvary that we might have life and have it more abundantly. We thank you, God, for allowing us to go all the way through 2020 and bring us to this present moment, this first Sunday of a new year of 2021. We thank you for allowing us to see this day, God. We thank you for allowing us to see this year, God. We thank you for the changes that you are about to bring upon this world and this country, God, uh, that we might come to understand who you are in each one of our lives. And so, God, we thank you for how you have moved. We thank you for how you have blessed. We thank you, God, for just being our God. 
And we ask now as we prepare for our service for the Mount Olive uh, Missionary Baptist Church, God, that you will bless this service, that you will bless this message, that this message will touch the hearts of your people all over the land and country, God. Whoever we're reaching by way of podcast, by way of Facebook, by way of uh, phone conference, God, we pray that it will touch the hearts of these, your people now. And we ask, God, that you will continue to show, shine your blessings upon each one of us, that you will continue to keep your hedges of protection around us, mm-hmm. that you will continue to keep the COVID-19 at bay uh, as you have already, God, for your children. We thank you for that. God. We thank you for how you have watched over us. And and God, we pray for our uh, sick and shut in. We pray for our members who are in the nursing home. We pray for our members, God, who are just unable to get uh, to the phone or, or be able to hear your word this morning, God. We pray that you will open up their hearts and their minds, God. We pray that you will go into their homes. We just pray, God, that you will touch them wherever they might be. And as you touch them, God, bring them an understanding of that you are right there beside them, that there's nothing they can go through that you are not with them in. So thank you as we call upon you now and as we appreciate you now and as we give you honor, glory, and praises. We ask all of these blessings in the name of the Son, Jesus to Christ. And for his sake we do pray. And every heart says amen. amen. And before I play the uh, song that I'm going to play, it's a, a song off the Mount Olive, uh, off of our release that we did on the CD. Uh, and I want to play that this morning. But before I play that song, I want to continue to... Uh, Encourage uh, each member um, and and those that are not members. If you want to send something to the church, you can. But I want to pray that uh, that each member will continue to pay your tithes and uh, and your offering. That you will con- continue to do the things that uh, God has asked you to do. Uh, even though we're not in the building, it doesn't mean that you don't have to pay tithes because we don't see you. Uh, remember, it doesn't matter if we see you or not. God sees you. And as long as God sees you, then that's who you have to be concerned with, not pastor, not members, but with God. So please, ma'am, please, sir, uh, continue to pay your tithes and offering to the church. And you can do that by mailing it to the uh, P.O. box, or or you can uh, also... uh, Get it to Sister Annie uh, House, uh, uh, and you can get it to one of the Dinkins homes, and they'll get it to uh, Sister Annie uh, uh, and get it in the right hands. So please do that. Uh, And I also want to apologize this morning for not um, having communion given out at the church this weekend past. uh, With all of the holidays, that kind of ran up on me uh, when I realized it. So I I, I apologize deeply for that. Uh, But we are still going to serve God. Uh, uh, He says as often as we do it, we do it in remembrance of him. So uh, please, ma'am, please, sir, forgive us and uh, just allow us to continue to do what we do. But uh, God will move uh, even if we... Don't do it. We will be doing it on next first Sunday, so we won't miss it again. But 
uh, with all of the things that's been going on, we want to say forgive us, and we thank you because we know you will do just that. Uh, we want to play this song this morning from uh, one of our recordings, and as we play this song, just let it resonate in your hearts. I can do all things.
I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. And that's an encouraging word going into 2021, that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Uh, I want to, uh, before I read this uh, passage this morning of scripture, I want to uh, spend some time this month in the month of January uh, and starting this new year off by talking about baggage. So for four weeks, we'll be dealing with a primary topic of baggage. Our scripture this morning will be taken from Ephesians chapter 4, uh, the last two verses, verses 31 and 32 in chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 31 and 32. And that begins reading this way. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. Let us pray. Our Father and our God, we come again to share with these your people a word from heaven. We ask God now that you would take this word and that you will hide me behind the old rugged cross. And as you hide me, God, allow your Holy Spirit to speak in and through me. Anoint me afresh, God, from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet, and that as I say what you have prepared for me to give to the people, that it will touch the hearts of these, your people. And God, we ask now that you will anoint the hearts of these, your people, who are listening. Uh, God, we pray that you will touch them in a way, God, that they will begin to uh, get rid of some things in their life, that they will begin to look at the baggage in their life, God. And as they look at the baggage, God, that you will show them what they need to do. And so, God, we ask now that you would give us a clean heart and renew the right spirit within us, that you will... Take us now, God, mold and shape us in your way. We ask now, God, that you would master preaching with the power from on high. It's in your son Jesus' name that we pray and every heart says amen. amen. Again, we have a main thought uh, for the month of January, baggages. Uh, and I want to use this morning from our text, this topic, let it go. Uh, my brothers and sisters, there are certain things in our life we simply need to let go in order to grow in our walk with Christ. Uh, you see, I'm, I'm reminded as uh, when I was younger, I had uh, problems within my own self that I had to deal with in order to allow myself uh, to be led by Christ. Uh, and, and, and the problem that I had growing uh, at becoming a, an adult was that 
when I was in the military and, and, and after I got out of the military, I learned, I, I did a lot of gambling. I did a lot of things I had no business doing. Uh, and I was married with uh, three children and a wife, and, and I was just doing all the things I wanted to do, and, and never once did I take into consideration uh, how I was hurting my family or, or even hurting my wife, and, and when I realized that, uh, I realized I was being selfish, uh, and, and, and even uh, though I didn't uh, use the term selfish in uh, what we just read from uh, Paul, but if you continue, if you read the beginning of our uh, lesson in the chapter 4, you'll find that Paul starts talking about all of these things, about uh, lying, about cheating, about uh, doing all of the things we have no business doing. Uh, and so, my brothers and sisters, that's why I want to spend some time this month uh, talking about baggages. Uh, you see, we all have some baggage in our closet uh, that we need to uh, take out and, and get rid of. We all have some stuff that we've been carrying or we've been holding uh, for years and years. And, and now it's time uh, going into 2021 to put it all out. Uh, you know how it is. Sometimes you you keep clothes for years and years, and and when you get ready to put them on again, the mold or the moth beater ate them up, or, or something has happened to them, and the material is no longer any good. You need to get rid of that stuff. And there's some things in our life we need to get rid of. You see, too many of us walk around carrying heavy baggage. Uh, and we do that for years. Uh, we, we carry baggages of uh, mistakes. Uh, uh, we carry baggages that hurts, uh, uh, pain, uh, uh, bad choices. Uh, and we can continue on and on on that list. Uh, but it, in Jesus, there is no condemnation for our past mistakes. Because we are given the gift of eternal grace. Mm -hmm. And if uh, it's time uh, to unpack all those worthless weight uh, we are carrying around and learn to live free. So my brothers and sisters, some of the baggage uh, we are carrying around with us is bitterness. We're carrying around anger. Uh, because and bitterness and anger because of pain and frustration. This can spill over into our current and future relationships and create collateral damage. And collateral damage is just nothing more than something that can destroy you uh, and you just keep building it up. You keep making it, uh, making it bigger and bigger and bigger. It's called collateral damage. We have, we have to let go of that. We have to choose forgiveness and repentance in order uh, to be kind, tenderhearted, and loving toward others. And so, my brothers and sisters, uh, let's begin our uh, four-week uh, series on, 
uh, by learning to let go of it. And so the first thing that our text suggests is that we need to know what our issues are. Obviously, to let go of an issue, we must first understand what uh, the issue or problem is in uh, is in our life. Um, in our text this morning, uh, in Ephesians passage, um, we read a few. We read a few minutes ago. Uh, Paul identifies seven. Uh, ob objects in our life, uh, uh, things uh, believers need to let go, uh, and these things are bitterness, rage, anger, brawling, uh, slander, every form of malice, and unforgiveness. And my brothers and sisters, if we be honest with one another, uh, we'll find that there are many more items in the Bible uh, or even in uh, this writing of Paul uh, that can be considered as issues in each one of our lives. Uh, yes, it, this is just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to the range of negative emotions, feelings and attitudes uh, we often carry around with us. But where do they all come from? Have you ever asked yourself, how do I get myself in such a fix? Uh, you, so, you know, surely it's not like uh, people just wake up in the morning uh, and decide to be bitter are angry. Uh, yes, uh, I've never heard of anyone uh, saying to themselves, I sure hope someone does something awful to me today. Uh, yes, just so I can withhold forgiveness from them. Uh, but I wonder if I got any witnesses out there this morning uh, then know that you got to learn how to forgive uh, uh, something that people do to you even when you don't want to forgive them. Uh, That's right. You got to learn how to love people for who they are even mm -hmm. uh, if you don't like the things that they're doing. Uh, right. Do I have anybody that can testify that I uh, once was lost in my sin? Uh, uh, and I used to be bad about criticizing other folks, uh, but one day God touched my heart and changed my life. He gave me a new attitude. He gave me the right spirit. Uh, is there anybody out there listening to me this morning can testify that God has changed your life too? Uh, yes. Uh, so the first step uh, uh, to letting go, letting it go. Uh, is identifying what you're what you're carrying around. You see, some folks carry around bitterness 
And every time you see them, their face is frowned up. Every time you say something to them, they snap at you. Every time you try and encourage them, they talk down at you. Yes, somebody has rage in their body this morning. Uh -huh. uh, somebody has anger. They woke up mad at the whole world. Uh, they woke up mad that they even made it to 2021. Uh, uh, somebody has slander in their name. They woke up talking about how somebody else is doing it. And they talk about what they're doing and don't even know the person's situation. But let me give you a few ideas uh, to help uh, get the identification process started. Uh, so if you don't uh, know how to identify the problems in your life, uh, first begin the process to the Lord uh, in prayer. Uh, and ask that he help you, uh, help to reveal any areas uh, that are holding you back. Uh, so in other words, uh, you ought to ask God first of all and foremost, you ought to go take it to the Lord in prayer. Uh, whatever you need, God got it. Uh, God has everything that you need. Uh, so you ought to call on him uh, and ask him to show you what your issues are. And then the second thing you ought to bring the process to some trusted friends uh, and ask them to help you identify uh, any obvious areas uh, of trouble or blind spots you may be missing. You see, sometimes, my brothers and sisters, uh, your friend, now I'm not talking about an acquaintance. Uh, you see, an acquaintance is just somebody you have a little relationship with. But a friend is somebody you go to when you really need something. A friend is somebody you talk to when you really need a true answer. Uh, mm -hmm. And that's what I'm talking about. Take it to somebody you can trust. And this person you can trust, you ain't got to worry about them going back to nobody else. Talking to them about what y'all talked about. And so you ought to be able to have a friend. You ought to have a friend. And the Bible said, and the songwriter says it this way. There's not a friend like the lonely Jesus. And so my brothers and sisters, you ought to talk to your friend. And let your friend help you through this time. And then the last thing. Uh, if you don't already have professional counsel and advisors in your life, then find one and schedule an appointment. Mm -hmm. It's unfortunate that there is a stigma against counseling and therapy in our culture when the fact is the Bible is very much for trusted counsel and advisors in our life. Where there is no 
Yes, my brothers and sisters, where there is uh, no guidance, uh, uh, people fail. Um, but in an abundance of, of counsels, uh, uh, there is safety. Mm-hmm. Listen, uh, Proverbs, that was Proverbs 11 and 14. Uh, Proverbs 19 and 20 says, listen to advice uh, and accepts instructions. Uh, and in the end, you will be wise. Uh, and then Proverbs 20 18 says, uh, plain, uh, uh, plan, plans are established uh, uh, by seeking advice. Uh, uh, yes, my brothers and sisters, uh, uh, what are some other ways you can identify the baggage in your life? Um, so first of all, uh, we need to understand what our issues are problems are. And then the second thing uh, that we need to do, uh, we need to bring it into the light. Uh, Yes, uh, once you have identified the area of baggage, uh, the next obvious step uh, is to do something about it. Uh, In other words, let it go. uh, let uh, to, if we need to get rid of it, uh, we ought to let it go. Uh, is there anybody out there that has let go of some baggage uh, uh, since you've been serving the Lord? Uh, is there anybody out there that's got rid of some things that you knew you had to get rid of uh, in order to have a new testimony, uh, in order to have a new walk, uh, in order to have a new talk? Uh, those old things have passed away and behold uh, all things have become new. Uh, I put away some bad stuff. I throwed away some bad things. I buried some baggage that I had no business still holding on to. Uh, Is there anybody that's listening right now that's still holding on to some baggage? Uh, uh, You're holding on some some stuff that's been happening uh, to you that happened to you in the church years ago. You're holding on to some stuff that some people uh, that you see all the time did to you years ago. Uh, and you ought to let it go. Let go and let God have his way. But thanks be to God uh, that his plan for you is much bigger than just letting it go mm-hmm. and being done with it. Uh, he He's interested in healing. Uh, he's interested in restoring you. Uh, and he's interested in seeing you walk in freedom. Uh, you see, that's our biggest problem. Uh, is that we don't let go of some things. Uh, and when we don't let go of those things, uh, we put them same thing that we didn't let go of on our children. Uh, and as our children get older, uh, uh, they carry those same things in their life and, and they get upset with somebody they don't even know. Uh, uh, and, and they're upset with them because my mama was upset with them because my daddy was upset with them because my sister or brother was upset with them. Uh, 
But I share with you this morning, the only thing uh, you're doing is putting uh, uh, curses on uh, uh, your family. Uh, in other words, you're causing uh, those kind of curses that continue to follow the family year after year, time after time, and you wonder why you can't get rid of them. Uh, uh, the reason you and your family can't get rid of them is because you hadn't broke the curse yet in your family. Uh, and when you don't break that curse, you just pass it on down the line. In other words, I'm talking about generational curses that you put on your family. But I stopped by to tell somebody this morning, let's cut it out. Uh, let's take that baggage out of our suitcase and throw it out. Let's get that generational curse out of here. Let's bury it right now because it's no good. It don't serve a purpose but to keep division going on in your lives. Amen. Listen to, uh, to the words of 1 John. If we claim to have fellowship with him, yet walk in darkness, we lie and do not have, do not live by the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus uh, uh, his son uh, purifies us from all sin. Uh, if we confess our sins, uh, he is faithful and just uh, and will forgive us our sin and purify us of all unrighteousness. Uh, you see, in the book of Colossians, uh, the apostle Paul says that you have been uh, rescued from the demon of darkness, uh, that you and I share in the inheritance uh, of the saints in the kingdom of light. Uh, so things like bitterness, uh, uh, things like anger, uh, malice, uh, things like slander, uh, unforgiveness, uh, and the list continues on and on, are characteristics of uh, the worldly system, uh, but not the kingdom of light. Uh, and as believers, uh, it is so important for us uh, uh, to regularly evaluate ourselves and consider the fruit uh, uh, we are possessing. Uh, yes, my brothers and and sisters, uh, when we identify uh, and recognize rotten fruit, uh, uh, we bring it into the light. Uh, uh, we confess and ask forgiveness, uh, uh -huh. or in some cases, uh, extend forgiveness to others. Uh, in uh -huh. other words, uh, you've heard the old saying, uh, one bad apple. 
apple can spoil the whole bunch. Uh, in other words, if you got a rotten spot in you uh, and you let it run long enough, it'll rub off on somebody else. Uh, and if it rubs off on somebody else, it'll cause that somebody else to be rotten too. Uh, and when they get rotten, it rubs off on somebody else. Uh, and here we go back to the generational curse. Uh, Yes, my brothers and sisters, uh, and God, who is faithful and just, forgives that he will purify us. Mm -hmm. I know this all sounds amazing and wonderful. Uh, who doesn't want to walk in the freedom of the light, uh, under unhindered uh, by Excess is baggage. Uh, yes, you know when you uh, go on a trip uh, and if you carry too much baggage, you got to first of all pay for some of that baggage to get it on the plane. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, but also if you got too much baggage when you get there, if you're like most people uh, or most women when they go somewhere, they uh, they always come back with more than they started with. They 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 need some room in the baggage. Uh, so in other words, you need to get rid of some stuff. Uh, get some stuff out of the baggage. So what do you do when the baggage is too big? When it's too heavy? When it's difficult, too difficult to work through. So my brothers and sisters, the last thing that I want to share with you, when the baggage is too heavy, when the baggage is too big, and when the baggage is too difficult to work through, uh, you need to trust the process. Uh, yes, my brothers and sisters, uh, the process of letting go uh, can be a long and difficult one. Uh, the process of identifying, identification can take significantly longer than you think it should. Uh, mm -hmm. The process of coming into the light uh, might not be a simple hop, skip, and jump uh, from one place to another. Uh, there may be times uh, when the baggage feel too heavy. Uh, that's when we remind ourselves uh, with God, all things are possible, uh, mm -hmm. and we must be willing to trust the process. Uh, do I have anybody out there that knows that through God, all things are possible? Uh, do I have anybody that has trusted the process uh, and you came out as pure gold? Uh, do I have anybody that trusts the process uh, and you came out uh, 
on the finish line. Uh, you did like Paul says, uh, I kept running the race. Uh, and then finally he said, it's finished. Uh, it's over. I have completed my course. Uh, is there anybody out there that knows that you've reached uh, um, part of the finish line? You hadn't uh, completed the course yet, but one of these old days, uh, you'll be able to say, I've completed my course. Uh, yes, thank be to God uh, who gives us grace and understanding through our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Uh, 1 Thessalonians 4 and 3 says it as clear as day. Uh, it is God's will that you should be sanctified uh, and that the process is a lifelong, is a lifelong one. Uh, not one day, uh, uh, not a week. Uh, it's not a three-month uh, 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 internship uh, at your childhood summer camp. Uh, no, my brothers and sisters, it's not a 20-year journey uh, in a local uh, church leadership. Uh, I'm sorry if you think that that's the only thing that you need to do is spend a week, uh, a day, a month, uh, a year, uh, 20 years uh, serving the Lord and you got it all right. Uh, somebody need to know this morning that just because you've been going to church all your life uh, doesn't give you a prescription that says that you already finished the course uh, just That's because right. you can read the Bible and understand God's word doesn't give you the right to claim uh, that you know it all and nobody right. else has anything to say about it. Uh, I'm talking to somebody this morning uh, that think that they got it all right, that they think they got it all fixed up, uh, but I stopped by to serve notice uh, that you still got some issues that you need to call on God uh, and mm -hmm. ask God to show up in your life uh, that he might make everything all right. Amen. And with that in mind, uh, it's not any one of those things. Uh, it's all of them. Uh, it's not just the rage. Uh, it's not just bitterness. Uh, it's not just malice. Uh, it's not just unforgiving. Uh, but it's an array of things. Uh, uh, the process uh, of sanctification is all of life and God uses all kinds of situations and circumstances to constantly conform us into the image of his son. So my brothers and sisters, what I'm trying to tell you is that even through the bitterness and the rage and uh, the, the things going on in, on in and out of our life, God uses those things to bring us to an understanding of who or to the knowledge of who he is. None of us can claim to be a child of God without first going through Jesus Christ. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the light. That no man in other words, it's in not one of us 
can get through to the Father, except we go through our big brother Jesus. Mm -hmm. So I don't know about you, but I've learned that I got to trust in him. And I want to ask somebody this morning, uh, do you trust Jesus? Uh, do you trust that he has planned uh, and a purpose for your life? Um, that he will work it all together for the good of them that loves God and who are called according to his purpose. Uh, in Christ Jesus, uh, uh, there are many, there may be situations uh, the enemy means for evil, uh, and yet God will use these things uh, for his good in your life. Uh, uh, somebody needed to hear that this morning. Uh, things hadn't been going well in your life uh, but God has made everything all right. Uh, and if the answer is yes, then let go of the baggage and get moving today. And God will show you the way. And as we wrap up today, uh, I want to draw your attention back to the words of Jesus in John chapter 10. Uh, this is what Jesus explained to his disciples. Uh, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. Uh, mm -hmm. I have come that they may have life and have it uh, to the fullness. Uh, uh, some translations say I came that uh, they may have life and have it more abundantly. Uh, the enemy wants to steal, kill, and destroy you. Uh, one of the ways uh, this can be accomplished uh, is by weighing uh, you down with so much trouble uh, and baggage through uh, the life of your, uh, you simply cannot move forward. Uh, but I stopped by to tell somebody uh, that one of these old days, uh, and it won't be very long, uh, you'll look for me and I'll be gone. I'm going up to heaven to sing and shout. There'll be nobody there to put me out. Uh, is there anybody out there that know that Jesus uh, will make a way for you? Uh, he made a way out at Calvary uh, some years ago uh, by dying on an old rugged cross. Uh, but he just didn't die on that cross. He was placed in a borrowed tomb and on the third day he got up. Uh, can you help me testify that he got up? Uh, he got up in my life. Uh, he got up in your life. Uh, he got up that Sunday morning uh, with all power. All power. All power was in his hand. And I don't know about you, but I'm so glad that he had all power in his hand. The first of four messages dealing with baggage. Let it go. Let us pray. Our Father and our God, we come thanking you for the word. 
We thank you, God, for the message of letting go and for a topic, God, of baggage. Because we need to know how to get rid of some stuff. We need to understand, God, that we can't make it to heaven with baggage. Uh, the only baggage we're going to need is the word of God. And so, God, I pray that as we go through this month of dealing with the subject of baggage, that you will allow us to hear this word, that you will allow this word to touch us in a mighty, mighty way. And God, I pray that if there's somebody this morning who's out there and they don't know you're in the free pardon of their sin, that they would just confess with their mouth the Lord Jesus and they, they would believe in their heart that God raised his son Jesus from the dead. And in the Bible, you said they shall be saved. Mm -hmm. And so, God, we thank you for that. We thank you for anyone who have just confessed those words. Uh, they have been saved. And God, we pray that as we continue to go through this pandemic, that you will bring us back together soon. That you will bring us back into the household of faith, God. Where we can physically speak and talk to one another once again. Where we can physically begin to praise you from the depth of our heart as a body of believers. Not the way somebody think we ought to, but the way we should. So thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you. And God, we again want to say that we just thank you for all you have done for us. Yes, and God, on this first Sunday, even though we didn't have communion fellowship, we 